Okay, apple. Banana. There we go. Perfect. It's all sorted. <laughs> so, yeah. Welcome to Not Having It All. This is your first time. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Neha. <laughs> um, this is my first time doing anything like this, so be nice. But They're going to be very nice. I hope you like my voice better than I like my voice. I feel the same way yeah? about my voice. Not yours. I think <laughs> yours is lovely. Thank you. But I feel the same way. It's weird, it's, isn't it? It's, it's getting... It's getting harder, I think, because being in the north now, I feel like my accent is just turning in. Like, even then, the accent, accent. sounding northern. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know what's going on. It's quite scary. I know, it's just weird I listening know. to yourself, isn't it? But yeah. Um, so this week, as we're getting scarily closer to Christmas, we're going to be discussing Christmas parties. Okay. Because everyone's got them coming up. Mine is on Friday. Is yours coming up? Yeah, two, two weeks, maybe. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. See, that, that's pretty normal. I think having it like the beginning of December slash end of November is just like, oh, let's just get this thing out of the way. Yeah, bit extra. Yeah. It is bit extra. Bit extra. Yeah. Do you know, one, one year though, we had our Christmas party on Christmas Eve. Oh, no. Yeah, Christmas Eve. So we worked Christmas Eve and then we went out for a meal on Christmas Eve. I can't imagine anyone. Who does yeah, that? Who was in the mood? It was it was horrendous and like obviously like Christmas Eve like back in the days when I used to go out clubbing, um, <laughs> it was like a <laughs> hundred years ago. That's when you go out with your friends and I was sitting there at this dinner just thinking I don't want to be here. No. I don't care if the wine is free. I want to go home. No, so, I mean I've just started yeah. where I am now. So Christmas party is supposed to be t- like a time for me to get to know everyone. I don't know how I feel about. Oh yeah. God, don't you hate that when you start yeah. in a new place? It's, Daunting. Like I've been. My place, I've been there for, gosh, I started in April, so seven-ish months. Mm-hmm. And, like, our Christmas party is down south at the head office, so, like, everyone across the country is going, so I've never even met some of these people before. Yeah. And I'm thinking we're all going to be drunk. It's fancy dress. Oh, no. It's, it's yeah. I'm so glad that's your reaction, yeah. that was my reaction. No, I'm, I don't but know whether they're... it's laziness or whether it's just lack of... No, it's probably laziness. I just... A fancy dress is not my thing. It was just like, we we were told about the party like really early in the year and you just think it's going to be like black tie, like formal kind of thing. Yeah. And you get excited because, you know, you don't really go out often. You think, oh, I'm going to get to wear a nice dress and you know, it'll be all fancy. And then you get an email through that says, hey guys and girls, because, you know, you've got to be politically correct in a work email these days. Um, it's going to be back to the 80s. <laughs> I never was in the 80s. No. I don't want to go back. Do you, I don't want to go back. Do you have an outfit? Are you ready? I do. Well, this is the this is my revolt okay. as a film fan. Okay, I'm going. I'm going as Jessica Rabbit. Nice. So I mean, at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I should go because you know it's a it's a very sexualized character yeah. and but then I just thought, what the hell? And it was actually pretty cheap. I've just bought a red wig, some purple gloves. I've got a red dress, and you know whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But I had loads of ideas. I was gonna go as Baby from Dirty Dancing. Oh, then nice. I couldn't find a wig. I was gonna go as. Um, I was going to go as like a Miss World because I thought that would be quite cheap. And then all the Miss Worlds from the 80s were like either Indian or <laughs> Swedish. And I just thought, mm, this isn't going to work. And then I thought about going as Princess Diana. And then I thought, like, no, I'll have to buy another wig. Yeah. And then I, I landed back on Jessica Rabbit. So we'll see how it goes. That's just such a thought process. Like, I, I, it just sounds like my worst. There are people in the office who literally are making up costumes this week <laughs> and the parties on Friday yeah. so I'm um, kind of yeah it, there's, there's been like one woman was like I'm going to go as Madonna and she was planning her outfit like three months ago yeah don't have it's, it in me 
I don't either. I'm just, I think I've been to maybe three fancy dress parties in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And two of them I went as Batgirl. <laughs> and and I was pretty gutted that I couldn't go as Batgirl to this yeah. one. So, and it's, it is expensive. If you type anything into Google that's like fancy dress Jessica Rabbit, you get like £50 outfit. Yeah. If you just type in red wig, purple gloves, yeah. I, I think I got it for everything for like £15. So Yeah, it doesn't help that Halloween's just ended either. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, why? Exactly. I know. But I was thinking if it was any other decade, like if it was the 90s, you could go as like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera or... Yeah. Um... Clueless would have been a oh, great one, been, especially since all of that's back now. Like I'm seeing Clueless outfits everywhere. You could pop, yeah, so you could easy. probably pop into Topshop yeah. and pick it up. Or if it was like, I don't know if you saw recently, like Drake had like a naughties party, didn't he? Yes. Where everyone went as like uh, Jar Rule. Oh yeah, that was cool. That looked pretty cool. I quite like that. And obviously you got like the Mean Girls selection then, and it's um it's a funny decade of clothing. It is. It's good. But yeah it's good but yeah and if it was 60s it'd be really cool because you could wear like a cute little prom dress or 50s 70s you could go as like abba or you know you know but 20s like great gatsby that would have been a good decade Mm. but 80s everyone looks shit in the 80s yeah i can't think of anyone who said that they liked the way they looked in the 80s i mean i I don't know very many people from the 80s but (laughs) like (laughs) but yeah you get it it's just like it's either shoulder pads and power suits or it's like frizzy hair and rah rah skirts yeah or it's like I don't even like leggings and leotards yeah. and just headbands and so yeah I don't know it's going to be interesting to see everyone I'm excited to see like who's got like mm-hmm. kooky kind of references and things like that like I think I was going to go with Heather's as well at one point and I thought oh it's just going to be me so that won't really make sense yeah. but yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes I'm excited to see I mean, if there's another Jessica Rabbit, she's getting banged out, mate. I'm like, I did not spend all this time and effort for you to have to, you come to walk in. in. <laughs> I probably look better than me, how day. But so I was like, are you wearing like, you know, like the push-up dress mm-hmm. and the slit in the leg? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, but that's that's the outfit. I'm like, yeah, that's the outfit. But I'm not curling up to a Christmas party with my boobs out and my leg out. Do you know, it just, it just you know sounds like more effort. Again, it's just more it effort. Does. Keep I mean, if you wear a dress with your, with a split in the leg, you have to shave your legs. I, I know. Like, I ain't got time for no. that. No time. <laughs> no effort. No time. No effort. Stuff to binge. Um, exactly. But yeah, you'll see on Instagram how, hopefully, good I'll look. I'm excited. Spe- spe- I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so scared, though, because I'm wearing a wig, and I'm so scared someone's going to, like, pull the wig yeah. off to, like, put it on, and I'm going to be like, how dare you? And then I'm going to look like an egg, just walking around, like, no. But, um, but yeah, speaking of Instagram... Mm-hmm. Have you seen, um, are you a fan of Jamila Jamil? Yeah, she's so cool. She's, she's so cool. the best. It's really funny because I think, I, I think I said on the show before, I used to really not like her when she was on TV. Me neither, she used to annoy me. I don't she even know what it was about so her that used to annoy me, but there was something. I don't know whether it's just because T4 in general used to just yeah. annoy me, because it was just for the very snobby Yeah, we know people, better than like, you. like, next, next up is Hollywood, <laughs> and then it's The Hills, and some scenes have been created for your entertainment. Yeah, not great. And you just, I just think, oh, you're so annoying. And then The Good Place came out, and she was on it, and I immediately thought, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> what is she doing on this? I don't even yeah. watch it. And I'm like, no, I think you're lovely. And then obviously she's, she's, it makes you laugh that whenever someone says anything that's quite profound nowadays, they're an activist. And it's like, no, not really. But she, she's recently obviously been in the media this week because she's been hitting out at these celebrities and they're 
diet teas. Mm-hmm. So you've got things like Booty, Fit Tea, yeah. um, all these like flat tummy ridiculous companies. Flat tummy tea, uh, beach body tea. Yeah. Now, these have been on the market for quite a long time. I think the earliest I heard about them was probably about three four years ago because there was a bit of a scandal because some women were taking them and then getting pregnant because it was making them throw up their birth control pill so i've never really been into them because a they are expensive as i ain't got time and money for that (laughs) honestly but what i do realize is they're just full of laxatives so the main drive of them is to basically make you empty your insides yeah keep it out and to not get your food down so jamila jamil's hit out about this recently and she's basically named and shamed celebrities people like Iggy Azalea obviously all of the Kardashians mm-hmm. all of them <laughs> all of them Amber Rose and of course Cardi B mm-hmm. and people are kind of realizing that actually yeah you know what she does have a fair point because I think one thing she put on Twitter today was in these posts where they're like use my discount code Karis10 to get 10% <laughs> off your booty fitty diarrhea tea today but, like, what people don't realise is that these people, yeah, they may be using this product, if they even are. But she said, why can't we have the discount code for your personal trainer? Yeah. For your nutritionist? For your facials? Yeah. For this, for this, for this, for this, for this. Which is totally right, because it's given such a false representation. And how trading standards aren't onto them? Come on, I mean, come on. I know. It's just this idea it's... that you just you drink tea and everything is going to be fine. I mean, and there's nothing, like, what's wrong in the fact, like, I just, there's just so much going on and... It is. It's it's meltdown, really. But yeah. She said. Um, she said something that a lot of people have said in the past, which is unfair. Oh, my boyfriend's just about to walk through the doors. So he's going to ruin this podcast recording. <laughs> Are you ready for this, guys and girls? He's putting the key in the door. Well, I hope it's him. I could be getting robbed. I mean, I hope not. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I'm recording my podcast. Would you like to say hello? Hello. And that was no. it. <laughs> Hi. That is the. And now they're No, he's just completely ignoring me. This is normal, this is normal. <laughs> he's actually not saying a word. This is actually quite strange. He's just shaking his head at me. This is normal. But yeah, so they, they've... Um, she's kind of hit out against this. She said to unfollow people that are uh, poisonous, what she's saying on social media, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are doing. I did it myself, like, quite a while ago. And then I go through a phrase of, like, no, no, I'm going to follow all these people and I'm going to get inspired. Yeah. I'm going to follow all the Victoria's Secrets models. Yeah. I'm going to follow all the... And then about two weeks later, I unfollow them <laughs> because I'm sitting in bed thinking, why can't I have that tummy? Right, what my boyfriend is now doing uh-huh. is walking around the room, pointing at all the Christmas decorations I've bought and shaking his head. You should. Would you like to share your disappointment in this? It's painfully average. Painfully average? What wreath did you want me to buy? One like my mum. Do you know what is also painfully average, Scott? You. <laughs> oh dear. That's another thing that's misleading on social media. Oh dear. Boyfriend. Oh <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about this Jamila Jamil situation? Because she's, I mean, she's calling out people and everyone's kind of like hitting out her and saying that she shouldn't be attacking women and all this. It's bullshit kind of women support women kind of thing. Which is great, yeah. obviously, but we shouldn't support women if they're poisoning young women to buy tea. Yeah. That's making them shit themselves. <laughs> Basically. But no, I mean, just off the back of, I don't follow models or anyone who I think is remotely, 
well, no, that's not true. Just, just you know, this this sort of sort of Photoshop image of beauty that some people are really lucky to have, but I know is harmful for me, and I just I, I can't do it. And so I made a conscious decision a long time ago to not do that, and I feel like my well being is so much better than it used to be. I've stopped comparing myself so much, which is great. Um, so yeah, no, it was really nice to see um, Jamila take that stance on all of these teas and fads and um, things that people are promoting. And I think more so because, so it's probably not obvious from my voice, but maybe from my name, I'm brown. So it was really nice having someone like me kind of going, you know what, no, it's fine that I look this way and that I'm built this way and that I'm, it's it's like totally fine and there's nothing wrong with it and you shouldn't have to buy into that. So it was really nice. It was really, it was really, um, yeah, it was, I, I think she's so cool. I think she's. On that note though, I think it's great that we do have like a, like a role model who is brown yeah. and is actually really brown and not a Kardashian pretending to be brown. Actually brown. Yeah. <laughs> actually brown. Yeah. I think what she's doing is great. I mean, there's been some situations where people have really hit out against her because I think the difference with her is she's not. Uh, what's the word she's not generalizing it as a problem she's hitting out to say no you're the problem and you're the problem mm-hmm. and she's the problem and they're a problem and I think that's quite bold because not many people want to do that because they don't want to be seen as like an enemy like no one will kind of hit out the Kardashians yeah. for using their waist trainers and using their you know makeup that's probably six shades too dark for them <laughs> yeah. um because they don't want to be seen as the enemy it's like I recently there was re- I don't know if you saw this <laughs> Now I need to hear it. Was it was a thread on Twitter, and it's obviously spiraled on the internet and snap, snap, Snapchat. But I'm not going to say what they were calling it. Okay. But they were, it was basically catfish, but they were calling it blackfish. Oh, no. But they were using oh, another word. This. Do you remember yes, this? Yes, okay, I remember so this. What happened was there was a series of um, Instagram profiles that were brought to light. Yeah. Well, maybe not brought to light, <laughs> if that's the right word. Um, where there were young white women who were basically using makeup, fake tan, hair extensions, clothing, to basically look like black women. Yeah. And people were calling it the N-word fished. <laughs> and um, it was crazy. And then I wrote a tweet and said, oh, you know, this is mad. I kind of retweeted that Fred was like, oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but celebrities are doing this all the time, like the Kardashians and Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, Ariana Grande is the new nation's princess. So everyone jumped on me and was like, how dare you slag off Ariana Grande? What's Ariana Grande ever done to you? Ariana Grande is our nation's hero. <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, but she does she perpetuates herself. It. She perpetuates herself to look brown. Mm. And the people were like, no, 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 she's Latino. And I said, no, she's not actually Latino. She's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> so... People, I mean, there are probably people listening to this now and thinking, oh, God, what this bitch is talking about? I Ariana know. Grande. Who did... Nation's hero. I mean, F- everyone does love Ariana Grande right now, and that's lovely. But she does use a lot of fake tan and uses the styling things to make herself look a certain way. So I don't think, I don't think Jamila Jamil's brave enough to hit out of her. No, probably not. I don't know if I'd be brave I, enough to hit out of her. I, I, I deleted my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I was I was just like okay, not today, not today. So but yeah, it's um it's good she's hitting out of it. But I after she said it, I reviewed who I was following on um, Instagram, mm-hmm. and I was thinking there are probably a few people I could probably unfollow mm-hmm. that are making me feel a bit bad about myself. 
Because, you know, my lifestyle's not going to really compare to, like, an ex-Miss Texas. Yeah. Why was I even following a Miss Texas? <laughs> I, think she was, I think she was on an episode of Catfish, and I was like, oh, she's quite funny. Yeah. And then I followed her, and I'm scrolling through, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I need to get all the fat removed from my legs. I need to get new extensions. Yeah. I need to get a new life. I need to get a new house. I need to get a ranch in Texas. <laughs> It was just too much. Yeah. Too much. It's, but yeah. it's that, um, yeah, it's exactly what you said, isn't it? That it's not just tea. Like, it's, it's not, not just, just tea. tea. I mean, Iggy Azalea was doing it. She's had more plastic surgery than Michael Jackson. I'm not even sure anyone knows what Iggy Azalea looks like. Anymore. No. Do you remember when she first revealed her new face? Yes. Uh, yeah. I remember that. See, but this is the thing because part of you is on this with it's really hard like with 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 female empowerment part of you is like well yeah she should get plastic surgery if she wants plastic surgery like go and do that which is fine it's the same with kylie jenner Mm. but don't then act like your body and your face and your hair is a product of these products like when they all started going on about these hair growth pills sugar bear hair sugar bear hair that was it that was it they are all wearing wigs and extensions yeah which is fine but don't lie to people because i mean for me you and i like we're in our 20s and you know it's it is poisonous Mm. and it's poisonous no matter what age you are but when you're like 13 that's when it's dangerous because that's when they're going to extreme measures to kind of obtain that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of the model i've unfollowed recently she was a victoria secrets one Oh, never mind. But she's gone now. She's <laughs> you unfollowed her for my life. She's gone. <laughs> Disappeared. But yeah, it's just uh, it's just too much. Yeah. But anyway, films, films. So films. Well, you know, films. The, the place we go to escape from the pressures of social media yes. and models. Because there's <laughs> never any models in films these days, are there? Not unless it's the Fast and Furious movies. No. Which is. I just feel. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I like I, I've never. I feel like I watched two of those movies, but I, I feel like they're just really attractive people. It, it, that's just they what are, it is. It's just it's it's what I call the bum shot. It's where they follow a bum. Yes. From like get yeah, you, you see it. They follow the bum from the car, and they keep following the bum. And the bum's always in the shot, no matter what's going on in the shot. There's their bum. It's always a bum. Always a bum. Always a bum. <laughs> It's like horror films in the 70s and 80s where there's just a pair of tits somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the screen. Like, Floating <laughs> around. Bit, like, the woman's getting chased by the masked man with a knife, fully clothed, yeah. but by the end of the chase, that girl is naked. <laughs> <laughs> and dead. And dead. Yeah. There is blood everywhere. Um, speaking of horror, mm. I saw, finally saw, the new Halloween this past oh, week. Oh, fun, I've not seen it. What do you think? Yeah, so... I've loved Halloween forever and I was really excited and then I got a little bit nervous because I started hearing that they've basically scrapped all of the sequels. Oh right. So even Halloween 2 mm. which is a directly like a follow a continuation of the first film where they're at the hospital but they scrapped Halloween 2 to I don't know 70 there were so many of yeah. them. Um, and this is like a brand new thing so it's after the events of the first film mm. and I was quite nervous and I thought, no, okay, I trust it. Jamie Lee Curtis is really on board. I wasn't sure on the director. I think it's David Gordon Green. Okay. So I wasn't sure on that. Mm. But I watched it. And the beginning, you're kind of like, okay, so he's about to be moved to a new prison. Mm -hmm. So obviously he's going to escape. Because, you know. (laughs) It's just the way, yeah. It's just the way it is. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, or Laurie Schrode, is now a recluse. Okay. She lives in a ranch where she just practices gun shooting. (laughs) 
for when Michael will return. I love this um, voice. This is a great voice. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is our picture movie. And yeah. then her daughter is um, got taken away from her at young age because she was training her daughter mm-hmm. to defend herself against Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And then she's got a granddaughter who you don't really see a lot of. Okay. I don't even know her name. And... Um, You're right there. Making noise. And um, obviously, Michael Myers escapes. It's Halloween, and it's um, it's doesn't it, it doesn't. I think a lot of the reincarnations of old horror films they really try and shove modern technology down your face. So everyone on their phone, there's Snapchat, Instagram, going crazy. Mm-hmm. There's not so much of that in here, so that's quite a good thing. But the only pro- the other thing this this film lacks that is quite bad is a storyline. Ah, the thing you need. The thing in it, nothing really seems to happen. Okay. And it's just, there's only about six characters, and obviously people die, but you don't know them, so you don't really care. Mm. Um, the whole thing is actually a complete mess. Oh, no. It really is a complete mess. I don't know where they made it. Mm. I wish they hadn't have made it. And not only that, but you've kind of you've scrapped all the other Halloween films that were actually not that bad, yeah. and made this. So I, I don't know. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's a feminist story. It's about three women fighting against evil. It's not really. It just <laughs> happened to be in the same place. And, you know, The Descent is a good story about yeah. women fighting against evil, um, which doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, but, yeah, it was really disappointing, so I'm, I'm glad I didn't rush up six. It came out on my birthday, okay. and I thought it was going to be a treat, but it was not. It was a trick. So I should give it a miss? I'd give it a miss. You're not missing out on anything. I don't know if they're going to make any others. They didn't leave it on a kind of, like... This is going to be the start of something new. It also took me way too long to get... You just made a pun about Halloween. <laughs> Thank you. I it didn't, it didn't happen. I was like, I just started talking. But there you go. That was a great pun. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, right, so let's move on to the top ten. Yes. One film that's... Well, there's two films actually that came out last week that aren't in the top ten. They're at 15 and 14. Mm-hmm. Um, I only saw one of them. One of them is Nobody's Fool. It's the new film with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah, I've not seen it. What do you think? Yeah, so it's a typical kind of rom com storyline. You've got this woman who's like a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. So obviously all she cares about is business. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has a short haircut to highlight of the fact course. that she's a businesswoman. And she wears suits, you know. So <laughs> this film was directed by a man, by the way. Um, and she is, yeah, very business-orientated. She's a really nice apartment that nobody probably could afford in real life. Mm-hmm. And she has an online boyfriend. Okay. Um, and then her sister comes into the picture, mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish. She was just fresh from prison. Oh, fun. And she has nowhere to stay. So where's she going to go? Her rich sister's apartment. <laughs> um, also in the storyline is, is it Omari, who's the lead character from Power? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's... He's kind of like a secondary love interest. He owns the coffee shop, like, in the building where she works. They kind of have a little flirty thing going on. But he is an ex-con. He was in prison for seven years, and he's an ex-drug addict. So, obviously, he's got a little bit of an edge to him. So, she's not interested. She likes this guy online. And Tiffany Haddish basically calls Catfish. Mm -hmm. Literally. (laughs) Neva Max Turnup. I'm not kidding. Neva Max Turnup in the film. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we think your sister's being catfished. And they track it down, and there's a, a guest appearance from Chris Chris Rock, which is quite funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, so essentially, the storyline storyline's not great. It's just basically about this woman learning to be a little bit more carefree and not be so like high, strong, and things like that. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg plays the mum, 
um, and she's quite funny. But yeah, it just it did all the best bits are in the trailer, okay. which is a shame. And Tiffany Haddish is like criminally unused, mm. so I think she's got to the point now where she's no longer able to serve as a side character. She is the star. Yeah. You want to go see a Tiffany Haddish movie? You don't want to go see a Tyler Perry movie with <laughs> Tiffany Haddish in it yeah. anymore. So. Good news for her. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, so not amazing, but yeah, catch it on like Sky Movies or something. Mm. It's an okay watch. Uh, also up this week was Assassination. 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 Haven't seen this one, but this is basically Social Media is Evil, one of these kind of films. So basically, there's a small town and someone hacks into everyone's social media, posts their search histories, mm-hmm. their nudes just everyone's worst nightmare and it's all about whether people should just accept that privacy is gone or whatever and then these group of teenagers basically try and fight against it i can't really delve too much into it because i don't care <laughs> fair enough bella thorne's in it uh, and people seem to like her so bella thorne disney bella thorne yeah it's strange that they think oh my god it's so weird that all of these young children that we corrupted into being what we wanted them to be grew up to be complete rebels I know. It's like really where did that Plot come twist. from <laughs> i just feel not feel sorry but i just like the ones that kind of grew up and just were normal like you know like monique coleman yeah. from high school musical <laughs> like she's probably just living a life i feel this corbin blue yes the dude from uh gordo from lizzie mcguire I ha- gordo from lizzie mcguire what, i had the biggest crush on him i want to know what he's doing do you know, did you ever watch, this was Nickelodeon, did you ever watch, um, what was it, was it Emma Roberts? Unfabulous. Unfabulous. Jake Bahari. Jake Bahari. Yes. Jake Bahari, Jake That Bahari. was a good what song. Happened to, what happened to him? What happened to what him? What happened to him? Well, there's a few others as well. We'll have to do another episode on we'll that. That's it. the next one. Me and you will do Disney stars that didn't go crazy. Yeah. What happened, what happened to, them? to them? And they were all well, really we cute. We get them on the show. They might, be, they might be eager for the work. Yeah. You know, <laughs> free exposure. Oh, what happened to Gordo? What happened to Gordo? At number ten, it's um, I believe this is actually a Indian film. It's Planeta Singly. I I probably just butchered that <laughs> completely. I don't know. I hate pronouncing words that I don't know because I feel like a total fraud. Um, is it a Indian film? No, it might be a Polish film. It's a foreign film that I don't have information on, so I do apologise. So we're going to skip over it because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> okay, and number nine this week, it's The Nutcracker and the Form Realms. I don't know if you listened to last week's podcast, but... I'm not going to go see this. Yeah, no, me neither. No. Yeah. Tell you what, I'm going to try and rewatch though. The Barbie and the Nutcracker. That was good. Really underrated. Really underrated. I didn't know I'd enjoy it. Like a, we had that on like a dodgy video pirate. Yeah. Where like the beginning's like all Chinese <laughs> and then it slowly turns into English. Yeah, it was. I was surprised that I liked that one. I think everyone was. Uh, and number eight, it is A Star Is Born. Did you just say that? No, what did he, what did he, don't watch it is what Scott, I heard. Scott's, uh, Scott's incitive review there was, what a load of shit. Oh. <laughs> Anything else to add there? Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. That's a uh, professional opinion of Scott Hasty there. Know. So we'll just glance over that. <laughs> uh, what did you think of it? Have you seen it? I loved it. So it's, um, did you, yeah, I mean, apart from Scott, I think. Apart from Scott, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that was really good, so... I didn't... I didn't say I didn't like it, right? I don't think it's as good as everyone is saying it is. Saying it is. But I still enjoyed myself. Okay. That makes sense? 
So it didn't... It is what I said. <laughs> I'm going to make sure we record the next podcast when you're not home. He's just giggling to himself. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, I think the music's definitely probably outlived the film, if that makes sense. Yeah. Will you stop it? Are you a guest on this week? Is There's it Carrie's Rihanna? Is joined by Scott Hasty? There's one good song, and it's average at best. Well, I think the Grammys might disagree with you. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. We're not on Bohemian Rhapsody yet. You can come back downstairs if you want. That's at number three. Should be number one. Okay, right. Never mind. <laughs> at number seven this week is Widows. Now, have you seen this? No, I've not seen it. I'm really annoyed that I haven't seen it yet. I've heard good things. I saw it this week, which is later than I was expecting, because it came out at the London Film Festival, so a lot of my friends saw it quite early on, mm. and said it was the best film they saw at the festival. Mm. Um, now, I saw it, and now, I think it's it has been overhyped. Okay. When I first saw the trailer, I thought, well, oh, that looks really interesting. Then I found out it was Steve McQueen, and I was like, wow, I'm really excited Ah, now. fun fact, actually. I saw Steve McQueen at Foils. It was the no best. I, yeah, it was. I went. So I had a really weird date that evening. But before the weird date happened, I went into foils and I'm like <laughs> looking up in the cultural studies department. And I was like, oh, I want a book that's going to you know teach me something. He's standing right next to me. I didn't recognize him until he dropped a book and bent down to pick it up. I was like texting my sister, like I'm pretty sure this is. Steve. She's like, why are you texting me? Speak to him. So I turned around. <laughs> and I was like, day. I was like, you're Steve McQueen, and he goes. I am indeed. And that was it. That was it. No way. <laughs> yeah, I oh freaked out. I freaked that maybe that's why the date I am indeed. That's so that is that is literally him. I, I think. know. It was amazing. That is amazing. Carry on. I, I cut what, you off. I know where your date went bad though, because you met Steve McQueen. It was, like, you met Steve McQueen before a date. Nothing else is gonna nothing. happen. I, that tops yeah. that. I so zoned out that whole date. Did you tell your date that you met Steve McQueen? He asked me who Steve McQueen was. <gasps> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and then he there spent like go. 20 minutes talking to me about this creative idea that he had because he, you know, I was talking about films. And um he basically, you know that really shit that really terrible film with um Justin Timberlake where you buy it's like rich people live longer cuz they can buy life years or whatever. Oh, time. In time. That's it. Yeah. That's something like that. That's what he was telling me his idea and I didn't have the courage to tell him it already existed. <laughs> Like it was just it, I just I just sat there like nodding the whole time. I used to love that in film school when some of the guys would like pitch an idea and our tutor would be like, "Yeah, hmm, great, already been made." Or he'd just say <laughs> the name of the film like, hmm, "Great, social network, hmm, great, <laughs> casino." And I'd be like, "Hilarious, the originality is gone." Oh dear, that's not good. I don't miss dating at all. I don't, I think I'd just be lazy at this point. I wouldn't know what to say. It's fun sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I have like one particular date outfit. Like I'm just everything. <laughs> it's, the, the, it's like this one floral jumpsuit. Anytime I wear it, and I see one of my friends in the morning or during the day, or sometimes I'll see my coworkers. I'll be like, "You got a date tonight?" Oh, that's and I'll be so like, cute. "What's obvious about that?" The date jumpsuit. But, um, no, no. Date have you jumpsuit. tried sugar daddy? But I cut you off. You talk about widows. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I live on that site. Yeah. I live just, on that side. Just, just try that. I mean, you could. That can be like your starting point, and then it should only get better. Or you might meet the love of your life and get on that sugardaddies.com. Sugardaddies.com. There must be some other. We were at work the other day trying to discuss some other like options, um, like different website names and things like that. Like, actually wants to communicate with you.com. 
<laughs> is notafraidofcommitment.com. Asks you questions. Doesn't interrupt your podcast recording.com. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some options out there. But yeah, sorry, back to widows. <laughs> Yeah, back, yeah, yeah I so completely sidetracked that. One thing, I? by the way, if you say John Bernthal's in a film, he better be in the film for longer than five seconds. Because otherwise... Oh, that's annoying. I'm a bee pissed, and I was. <laughs> okay, he was gone. That's I annoying. mean, this has happened in a few films. In that film, uh, Cold, no, Wind River, he was in it for like two minutes. But Sicario. It's like with The Haunting at Hill House, when Nathan Scott mm. was in it for like three minutes. I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> and it was like 30 seconds in episode 1, 20 seconds in episode 5, and then 2 minutes in episode 12. I was like, what is going on? It's so annoying. I love to see the One Tree Hill gang get good film or TV spots. Don't they have a Christmas movie coming? I feel like a bunch of them have like... They are. They're doing, you know, yeah. like these hallmark Christmas, Christmas films mm, that I actually mm-hmm. really love. Because it's just, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't fake it. No, no, I can't take it, but it's pure shite. But it's just enjoyable shite because it's just Netflix usually pop a few on for you to watch. So look out for that. But because we don't have a Hallmark channel anymore. No, we no, don't. So it's a shame. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there's loads of them. But yeah, they're, they're going to be in a Christmas film. I think it's um, Hilary Burton, um, who has the best life, by the way. She's like married to Jeffrey D. Morgan, has two kids, has like a farm. She still hangs out with like Daniel Ackles. It's just. She's just living the best life. But yeah, so I think it's yeah. her, Bethany Joy Lenz, um, the guy who played Clay, Robert Buckley. Buckley? Buckley yeah, Robert it. Buckley. And I'm pretty sure that Skills, Skills. was in it, yeah. Mm, and Bevan? I think so. Oh, Bevan! No, yes. it, wasn't, yeah, yeah. it wasn't Bevan. It was the blonde girl that went out with mouth for a little bit. Blonde girl. She was uh, like a born. I only born remember again, Millie. Like a born again Christian. <laughs> Season. Oh, people are listening to this I and only screaming remember. the name. I know. Yeah. Let me find it because I can't. I did this last week with Lauren <laughs> and I ended up going crazy. Right. Mouth and blonde girl. <laughs> what is going to turn up? Oh my god, you would not understand. Right. I just googled mouth and blonde girl. Mouth and blonde girl. This is what come up. Super hot blonde girl gets overwhelmed by coming mouth. Amateur blonde girl coming mouth. Yummy. Skinny blonde girl has her mouth. Right. Did we walk into that one? We may have walked into that one. Mouth from One Tree Hill, capital letters. (laughs) Girlfriends. Jeez, this is why I can't use the work computer anymore. Um, Oh gosh, I don't know. Yeah, I only ever remember Millie. Anna? No. <gasps> Shelly, Shelly Simon. She, nope. she, <laughs> I don't. Shelly Simon was a Tree Hill High student and the founder of the Clean Teens group. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember yeah. the Clean Teens. Yeah. After falling yes, pregnant yes. and having her heart broken, Shelly became abstinent and formed the group. She had a relationship with Marvin McFadden during her senior year, but broke up with him after sleeping together because of her being the Clean Teen. After graduation, she returned and decided to be herself, and you never saw her again. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's probably why I don't remember her. Yeah, literally, she. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Someone on here has wrote like a theory that she was pregnant with Nathan's baby. People need to stop. Come on, it's been off the air for <laughs> years. Nathan and Haley forever. Forever. Just, just, just tell 
But yeah, so um, I keep going off this Widows review. <laughs> I know, we've just, yeah. It took me like an hour just to review Widows. <laughs> so, yeah, so the storyline is Liam Neeson is part of this kind of group of bank robbers and they do this job and it goes wrong and they all get killed. So that's him, John Bernthal and a bunch of other guys that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and Viola Davis is Liam Neeson's widow. Get the name. Mm-hmm. Widow. And she <laughs> is threatened by, oh God, She's threatened by... Do you ever watch Atlanta? Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. That's it, yes. Yeah. So she's threatened by him. Yeah. And we've got our, our very own Daniel. Danny Boy. Nation's favourite. Move over, Ariana Grande. I know. So, just, yeah. Yeah. He is such a bad villain. No, sorry. not That sounds like I'm dissing him. He's such He's a, a good, good villain. villain. That's it. He's such a good <laughs> villain. He's creepy. And just there's this scene where he is intimidating these two guys. And he asks them what they were doing at the time. And they said they were rapping. So he tells them to rap. And he gets up in their face. And then something happens. And it's just, oh, God, it's my body is shivering. But, yeah, so basically <laughs> they threaten Viola Davis and say, you need to get us the money. Otherwise, we're going to kill you or something. So she okay. enlists the help of the other widows, which is Michelle Rodriguez and Elizabeth Debecki. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's cool. They're finally letting her be tall. I think they're finally letting her be tall. You know, girls are allowed letting to be, be tall, tall, you know. No. No. But they, they involve her and they enlist another woman as well who was in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, they involve them together. And basically it's about how they're going to work together as a team, what else they're doing to kind of survive after their husbands have died. And a mm-hmm. lot goes on. I mean, I don't want to spoil it because it is quite a good thrill ride. It was, it was good, but I do think that it isn't as great as everyone's making it out to be. Okay. I think that it is a bit of a slow burner, but that's a lot of mm-hmm. Steve McQueen style, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, it was a good film. I did enjoy it. And there's a lot of things that make you go like, oh, God, kind of thing. And cringe. So it's got yeah. that violence. So I think that's the thing. Like, he's if you watch his earlier films, like Hunger, like the violence in that and shame, like yeah. the grittiness in that. It's um, Obviously, 12 Years a Slave was more like harrowing. So mm-hmm. it's good that he's kind of back to this kind of style where he can kind of play around with it without having to be, not having to be respectful, but obviously dealing with a true story kind of thing. But it was mm-hmm. good. I mean, it's good as well. Like Gillian F- Flynn or Gillian Flynn, she's a great writer, so it was good. She but is. I mean, I don't think anything's going to be as good as Gone Girl because that was just no, such neither. a pivotal kind of moment. But yeah, yeah, I did like Sharp Objects. Not seen it. Not seen oh, it. You gotta. I know everyone goes on about me to see it because I have this not. I have a slight dislike for Amy Adams, <gasps> and everyone's reaction is the same. I've reacted the way that people listening to this are going to react. They will. They get threats about it. They tell me off. It's terrible. Stop. And then, like, in Bojack Horseman, they made a joke last season about how Jessica (laughs) Chastain only takes on eight roles Amy Adams said no to. I was going to write a complaint. I was like, dear Netflix, how dare you? (laughs) No, I'm warming up to it. I'm warming up to it. But I will watch that because everyone said it was good things about it. So good. Yeah. We got through. We got through the Widows review. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> okay, and number six, it is the girl in the spider's web, which I've not seen either. I've not seen. I've not seen any of these films, and I don't okay. really want to start with this one because that would, wouldn't mm-hmm. really make any sense. From what I've mm-hmm. heard from friends, it's. Uh, I mean, this is a book that it wasn't wrote by the original author. It was kind of like mm. a continuation. I've heard from people that a lot of it's in the trailer. And it kind of leads up to a point that actually is in the trailer. So 
Okay. Yeah, but I've heard it's quite gimmicky. It's a little bit like superhero-y at some time. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm probably gonna give it a miss, but I'm glad that Claire Foy is out there doing her thing. You know, I probably will watch it for Claire Foy. Yeah, she's yeah. so cool. She's very cool. Uh, mm. Number five, it is Christmas film Nativity Rocks. I love Christmas films. So, have you seen Nativity? Yeah. Yeah, I quite like it. Now, I get confused because there's a few of them, isn't there? There's David Tennant. I thought there were only two. There's, um, no, there's, there's, this is, this is the fourth one. So. Oh, my bad. It's okay, I'm not testing <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, the first film, uh, which is Nativity, exclamation point, mm-hmm. is, uh, with Martin Freeman. And I've seen that mm. one because that's where he, he pretends that someone's coming to see it, isn't he? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that Hollywood, Hollywood production producer, company. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen that one. It's quite nice. Nativity 2, Danger in the Manger, <laughs> is David Tennant. I've not seen yeah. that before. Um, no, me either. So, jury's out on that one. Uh, Nativity 3, Dude, Where's My Donkey? Who comes up with this stuff? I really just thought you'd made that up. I didn't, I didn't realise that's what it was called. Uh-uh. Is, um, it's starring Martin Clunes. That's about an Ofsted inspector. Because, you know, they don't get enough time in the limelight, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> and then um, number four, which is the one that's just come out, is Nativity Rocks. This ain't no silent night. <laughs> Literally what the film is called, Beatty Dubs. I, I had to watch the trailer on TV a few times. Like, I was sitting there with my Sky Remote rewinding it because there's a guy that falls out of the car and I'm pretty certain it either is Alex Mitten or is some kind of an Alex Mitten doppelganger. I don't know who it is. Never looked it it's up, not, but it freaked me out. No, but it's. Um, okay. I think this is the, probably the poorest turnout they've had um, for the film. But yeah, the storyline is um, it's just auditioning for a rock musical all this time. But where's the the audience? Like, where's the funding <laughs> for this coming from? I don't no. understand. Boss baby is probably boss baby. At number four this week, it's Robin Hood. No, this is not a deja mm-hmm. vu. There is indeed another Robin yeah. Hood. <sighs> don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I've not seen it, but I don't know how I feel about it. There's so many. Like, yeah. didn't there was I, wasn't there one about Russell Crowe? Yeah, that's the one I remember. Russell Crowe's. That one was like that. Come out the same. Two thousand ten, five, ten. Yeah, not that long ago. It was... Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was around the same time as Inception. Maybe. So... But yeah, it seems unnecessary. I don't get it. I don't really understand. I mean, there's how many has it actually been? I mean, I'm on the... Jesus, there are absolutely loads. Okay, 21st century, though. We've got... Oh, my God, there's three in development. What? Disney will be developing a Robin Hood movie currently titled Nottingham and Hood. So this is probably going to be like, because <laughs> there was Disney are now remaking every kind of film they made, didn't they? I love the Robin Hood Disney film though. Robin Hood, and I just walking through. You can't see us, but we were dancing. We were dancing. I also proper fancied him as a kid. Like I fancied a fox. Oh, for sure. What's going on with that? You know. It was. It was the hair. It was like really well. It was like him, young Simba, and Aladdin. Dimitri from Anastasia really did Dimitri it. Dimitri from Anastasia, yeah. He was And he Basil, was the great mouse detective. I liked his charm. <laughs> he had a bit of sass about him. I liked it. He didn't mess about. He did a little. Yeah, he yeah. did a little. I liked it. 
But yeah, to yeah. Disney, Sony Pictures have expressed the idea of building a shared universe on various characters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just, I can't get over the title Nottingham and the Hood. Nottingham and like, the Hood. Are you from the Have these people been like, to Nottingham? Like, do they know where <laughs> it is? <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, so Robin Hood with Ridley Scott come out in 2010 um, mm. There's been one, two, three, four, five, six films since then, including this new Robin Hood. Um, they actually put it, it features a hip, hip take on the character's origins. Oh, love a hip take. Yeah, a hip, hip take. Um, oh, when did God. the one come out with um, Look into my eyes, you see. Um, you me. 1991, the year I was born. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That one was that's good. The, that's the best one because the film that's song, the best the song, one, yeah. just the Brian Adams yeah. song itself. I mean, it won like it won a Grammy and an Oscar. I'm pretty sure it did. But oh god, that one was good. That was good. You want? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I do like Taron Egerton. I do like. Is it? It's Jamie Foxx. It's Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I do like Taron Egerton. One. I'm excited to see his Elton John. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that'd be good. Not out to like May or something. I'm really excited for that, but. That'd be good. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, so that's number five. Probably not going to go see that. Sorry, that's number four. Mm. My bad. And number three, it's Bohemian Rhapsody. Sadly, Scott has now left the room, so you will not be able <laughs> to hear his in-depth, non-biased review, I'm sure. Um, have you seen this? Or have you seen Bo Rap, as the Twitter kids are calling it? Oh, what? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen Bo Rap. I just, <laughs> I don't know if I... <laughs> that's, that's something. No, I've seen it. It was really, really good. I, um... I thought um, Rami was great, even though I'm still a little bit upped by his casting. Just, I mean, he's great, and I don't think I, I could see anyone else doing it, but I'm like, you could have found someone who was sort of Parsi Indian. This is, yeah, this is it the thing. It does bother me, but Rami, um, no, it was great. Is he... I think he's from Egypt, I but like, I could I'm pretty be... sure he's Egyptian because he played Tutankhamun at one point. Oh yeah, Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum, that's the first thing I saw yes. him. He's um yeah, he's Egyptian. He's also of well he's one eighth Greek heritage. Um yeah. but yeah, he's from Egyptian. But this is the thing that makes me laugh is that you have a film where people were mistaking Freddie Mercury as Pakistani and yet they still cast an Egyptian. But it's just this is this is the thing. No one would be happy with whoever they cast, it's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, people aren't happy with Tar Taryn Edgerton being cast as Elton John. And he's like, well, who else? Give me a list. Give me a list. I want names. But no. There's a massive backlash to it, which is understandable. Mm. And I do see where they're coming from, that the film does kind of portray um, Freddie's kind of, well, not involvement, but just Freddie's lifestyle of the, the gay, kind of gay culture that he was going through at the time is um, this is what happened. If you, if you do this, this is what happens yeah. to you. You die of AIDS kind of thing, which is lo and behold is what they're doing and I think people that are off that kind of homophobic persuasion persuasion is it persuasion, persuasion. If you're homophobic? <laughs> that sounds so weird but people probably watch from like yep well there you go told you died of AIDS what happened yeah. and someone actually said to yeah. me recently they were like well you know Freddie Mercury that's what happens when you're gay you get AIDS and I was like oh yeah what about Easy E mm -hmm. did you like Straight Outta Compton Mm, did you? Mm. Did you? Well, there you go. So, it's it's a shame because it would have been an, an incredible opportunity to just educate people a bit more on on yeah. AIDS and just 
open up a bit more. I mean, how like Love Simon was the first film this year to feature a, a gay lead character. Mm. So you know, but then you've got the bisexual community as well who are saying, well, you know, it's actually amazing to hear someone on TV or film actually say, I think I'm bisexual. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of elements to it. I mean, I did really enjoy the film. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that there are elements that could be better, but I don't think we should write the whole film off because I think it's still an incredible yeah. achievement. And like, I saw a picture recently where they're filming the live aid performance, and Brian May is in the background. And he's just smiling, and I just think it must be so lovely to kind of have that kind of reincarnation of someone who you he, yeah. he really loved and respected. It must be it must just be bizarre when you watch that back. I think. So, yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was good. It was. I found out last week or the week before that my aunt's dad went to school in India with Freddie Mercury, like they were <gasps> in the same class or something. Yeah, that's amazing. And I was like, "What? You mean I'm like two or three degrees removed? That's amazing. <laughs> that's it's like my claim to fame. It's what I'm going to be now." Well, we're we um, um, when we get our dog next year, we are we are liking the name Freddie after Freddie Mercury. So it's a good name. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I might bin Scott off before then and just get the dog myself. (laughs) Freddie will be on the show with me. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Nice. At number two this week is The Grinch. I've not seen this and I don't think I'm gonna because I really love the original. Me too. Yeah. Who is... Is it Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Grinch, isn't he? Probably. Or voicing Grinch. He's everything else, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Expecting to be in my fridge when I open it in a second. Um, Inspo. It's a... It's a weird one because... I just feel like sometimes, do we have to remake these things? Like, is there no original stories anywhere? No. I was having this conversation yesterday about Shrek 5. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why is that a thing? Why why do you need... No, I don't get it. We were actually talking about Eddie Murphy today at work, and um, obviously he's not been in any films for a while. Um, He did that, was it Mr. Church he did, which was like an independent... Oh, yeah. It did quite well. I didn't watch it, though. No, I didn't see it either. Um, But he must have made so much money from the Shrek films I don't think he needs to work does he no it's... and daddy daycare. daddy daycare I love daddy daycare I love daddy daycare daddy daycare daddy daycare I also love Dr. Doolittle I I loved his coming to America I mean there's a lot of problematic problems with him as well but you know it's just but yeah coming to America is one of the best films ever Ever. Ever. If you've not seen it, you need to write it down on whatever I device know. you're listening to this on and see it because it watch is it. amazing. It is so, so funny. Good. I'm just thinking of moments now. I can't say it, but it's brilliant. Um, yeah, so Benedict Cumberbatch is the Grinch. Rashida Jones mm-hmm. is Donna Lou Who. Love Rashida. She's so cool. She's so cool. Did she actually have a baby with Ezra Koenig? I have no... I, I didn't even know that they were a thing. No, no, did I, but it just popped up one day online that they, they'd had a baby like months ago I have no idea so, there's that that's a cool baby that, but that's what I'm thinking like, that is the coolest that's like the coolest, that's the coolest baby. baby like that baby if his uncle's Wes Anderson and his aunt Sophia Coppola they've made like the perfect child yes <laughs> so you know oh my god I know at number one this week mm-hmm. it is Fantastic Beasts and the crimes oh no of Grindelwald crimes of Grindelwald now I went to see this on Saturday against my will okay um I when I first when I saw the first Fantastic Beast last year was it last year or the year before last year it was last year I yeah, think yeah November time um 
I hadn't really thought much about it. I hadn't read the book and I, you know, I kind of said goodbye to Harry Potter. It sounds really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I've said goodbye to Harry Potter. But this this came out and I went to see it and I was like, this is actually really lovely. Like, I love the beasts. I think it's fantastic that they're actually, you know, like moving away from like, the wizarding world, but kind of like utilising the beasts. And as the film went on, I kind of thought, oh, I don't really like the direction this is going in. Like, I don't really care. And then yeah. Colin Farrell turns into Johnny fucking Depp. <laughs> I know, which is, such a downgrade. Which is like the greatest downgrade in the entire world. Like I even think Colin yeah. read the script and was like, you serious? Yeah, you you're going to do me like me? that? Cool. You're going to do me like that? So, and obviously the time it came out <laughs> was um, not shortly after, but obviously we were well aware of the Amber Heard situation. So I was really disappointed and I didn't know that that was going to happen in the film. So I was really disappointed and I was actually quite angry. I felt like I'd been robbed of my experience. So yeah. I was like, well, fuck that film. And then I didn't realise that because obviously the book is, it's one book and they're just making mm. it into three films because they're just freaking hoarding money at this point. Let's be honest. Like, I'm sorry. I do love Harry Potter, but they are ruining it at this point. They are. And so they're making, is it like a 180 page book into three films? I just, I'm, yeah. So, stupid. this new film comes out, and I thought, well, you know, surely they'll just get rid of Johnny Depp because of everything that's happened. Like, he's not going to be, A, he's not going to be marketable, B, it's not right that he should be cast in this film. And C, like, mm. you've got so many choices these days. I mean, they freaking CGI'd Kevin Spacey out of the film. You're telling me they can't, <laughs> you know? But no, they move mm. forward with Johnny Depp. J.K. Rowling decides to become involved and sticks up for him david yates sticks up for him big shocker there the director of the film sticks up for the actor and even ezra miller kind of stuck from one point which you know to some degree obviously if you're if you're under contract of free films you're probably not going to be allowed to start sliding off the the titular titular character so it's like okay whatever we went to go see the film with some friends it was such a mess there's literally there's no essence of time so I think it takes place over the course of like a week or maybe three or four days there's so many new characters thrown in the mix there's mm. relationships and love triangles thrown in the mix there's people that leave and come back and there's hardly any beasts I think there's maybe four I'm thinking four beasts were they fantastic <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were average and Average. <laughs> the, the character of Newt Salamander, <laughs> Eddie Redmayne with a fringe, he yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have any characteristics of a hero because he just gets his like animals to do it for him. So mm. there's too much. You've got friggin' oh, what else is there? What's her name? Oh, have I forgotten her name? Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, attracted to Eddie Redmayne. That's probably the most bizarre storyline of all. The only saving grace for me was probably um, Jude Law is great and he looks great yeah. in his little three piece suit. That's good. I did like when they went to Hogwarts because I kind of got that kind of nostalgic feeling. So I remember going to see the first Harry Potter film after reading the books and the magic of kind of seeing Hogwarts for the first time, the floating candles in the Grand Hall and things like that mm-hmm. was great. So that was quite nice. But I just kind of thought, I just want to watch Harry Potter now. <laughs> But yeah. as the film progressed and things like that happened, I just thought, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And it was like, we've got to find out who Credence is. We have to find out where he's come from. I don't care where he's come from. I don't care. I do not care. Yeah. Clearly, it's not very important because I've watched eight other films where he's not a central character. 
And it just literally felt like, because J.K. Rowling wrote the screenplay, she was just making it up as she went along, just throwing things in and taking it out. And there's just, there's hardly any, you're not enticed, there's no thrilling, there's no moment when you're like, God, what's going to happen next? Because you just kind of know what's going to happen next. It's, yeah. She's literally taking a shit on her legacy. Yeah. I think the problem, I mean, the issue I have with the whole Fantastic Beast thing is that I just don't care. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's just, it's, and that's really sad because anyone will tell you, anyone who knows me will tell you how much I love Harry Potter, but nothing about these new ones is getting me excited. Nothing, like, I don't want to invest. I don't really care about new. I don't, like, I just, they just kind of exist and they're kind of, they're just money pits. They they're are not really pits. doing anything for but me. And, it's um, like what they tried to yeah. do with Star Wars, isn't it? They're just they're just making prequels to kind of make money. It's like what they did in the nineties. They're making prequels, and then you yes. know, in ten years' time, there'll be Harry Potter Rogue One or something <laughs> like. Yeah. <it's> just, <laughs> or like Harry Potter's yeah. kids gonna you you know it's gonna happen because Warner Brothers need that money to churn in and out, even though they own freaking every single DC comic. But they can they can make as many freaking Hollywood's just churning out. It's just I'm. I'm angry with the fact I had to watch it. I don't want to watch the next one. I can't be bothered. I really can't. Be, like Scott said to me, you have to go see it because you've seen the other two. J, it just it, and J.K. Rowling turned out to be a bit of a knobhead, didn't she? Like it's not, it's not. Oh god, that it made kind me of laugh. Way, though, I just like, can't do it. It made me, like you wrote a book that had like no one of color in it. Let's be honest. Apart from like what Cho Chang, that was it. And then, Pavati Patel. And then, which, by the way, as I'm here, like that's not even how you pronounce it. It's not Pavati. <laughs> Like, I just... If these say it right, it's Barvati so like, while as, we're here. Yeah, they're like, as the years go on, she's like, well, you know, this character was actually gay. This character was actually pansexual. Yeah, I know. This character was actually non-binary. This character... And I was like... She did it with McGonagall. It in... Also, McGonagall is in this film. How I know, and it doesn't make sense. McGonagall? Like, this film takes Apparently... place in the 1920s? Yeah. So McGonagall... Apparently it was... 20, 20, 30. So what, she's a fucking 100 in the McGonagall part Apparently, so I think I think this was a thing because apparently her date of birth was completely different on that Pottermore site, and then Pottermore deleted yeah. whatever information that they had on that to cover up and like, sink in with whatever this film's done. This book, I'm just like, and these films should never have been made. Just no. leave. It. Why doesn't she write new books? I know. Is she scared that everyone's going to find out she's not a good writer? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. But she's just, it's, it's, oh, it's just such a mess and it's just no. horrendous because, oh, it's just such a mess. Oh dear. Literally, I'm just like, but no, I don't, a as a person, I'm, I've gone off her majorly because I think some of the things she says, I just think for someone who probably had to make several drafts for a book, you could probably rethink your tweets before you press send. Yeah. So. And Nagini being a person, like, be, like that was, that, that bothers me. What? Her being, um. So the only kind of person of colour in this film is Nagin. Is this this a spoiler? Oh, the snake. I don't know whether this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The snake. The she snake. made the snake a person. I know, and I get it. I know people are saying, "Well, you know, it's good because Elise is a person." And I was like, "I get it. I get where you're coming from." But she didn't have to pick someone to be some to be a character that ends up enslaved by the worst wizard or whatever. It just, yeah. It just made me, it it made me laugh because like, I was reading a review on Letterboxd and it was like, so hold on a minute. Dumbledore is seduced by Grindelwald who also seduces 
a young boy who happens to be Dumbledore's brother, but he's 20 years younger, and then he's seducing a snake, which ends up being seduced by Voldemort. It's just... So, it's like... You know when people used to, like, role-play online? Like, fan yeah. fiction? It's yes. literally, like, one of those things. Just making up it's as they go along. Like, this person's a vampire, but he's in love with a witch who's also in the Glee Club, and then this person plays football, <laughs> but he's also a it werewolf. It was the accent when you said Glee Club. Glee Club. And he's a werewolf. Glee Club. And then his mom... Well, there's no parents, because no one wants to play parents. And then there's a snake, and then J- Johnny Depp turns up, but it's not Johnny Depp, it's Colin Farrell, but it's not Colin Farrell, it's, it's someone else, and... It's a mess. They could have they could have rewrote it that he just changed into someone else though. It could have easily been done. Yeah. I mean Dumbledore changed after yeah, two sure. years. I mean he did die, but that's <laughs> that's a bit different, but you know, you know. I'd rather see Jude Law in a Dumbledore standalone movie. Just wearing his For three sure. piece suit. I would see I would. Totally. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. It yeah. totally makes sense. I know. Anyway, that's the top ten. Which um this time of year is just depressing. I know, there's not, yeah. I mean, Harry Potter's at the top. I mean, it's not even a good Harry Potter, so. It's just shocking. So, it's coming up to Christmas, <laughs> and obviously, have you got your Christmas film-lish? Film-lish? I can't talk. Film-lish sort Film-lish. 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 I, yeah, like, I have a vague, I never write them down, but I have a vague idea of the sort of Christmas films I've watched. I've just watched The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, though. I don't, have you seen this? No, you can share us your review, because I've not seen it. Okay, so it's really good, and I feel like Kurt Russell should be the only Santa Claus ever. (laughs) But having said that, having said that, because I have a huge crush on Kurt Russell, I think he's beautiful, and it's really confused... Right? But it's really confused how I see Santa. Like, I feel like I'm suddenly... Because he is attractive in this Did movie. Santa? And suddenly Santa's attractive. And I'm like, do I have a... Th- I think I have a thing for Santa. Like, what is... It was a bizarre <laughs> experience, but it was great. Like, it was such a good movie, and it was heartwarming, and it was everything that you would want a Christmas film to be with Kurt Russell in it. So, I mean, go see it. I'm excited. It's, it's on my list to watch. It makes you laugh, though, with Kurt Russell, because I think the first film I saw him in like properly was death proof and obviously he plays oh, a bad yeah. guy and I really fancied him and I was like this is wrong because he's killing me <laughs> this is a wrong thing to be attracted to 15 year old yeah. Harris um, but no he's a bit he's like a silver fox babe but when you watch him in like films from like oh like Big Trouble in Little China and things like that you're just like oh wow Goldie Hawn beautiful. is a lucky lady I know beautiful beautiful but um, yes, yeah, so obviously Christmas is coming up. We had Black Friday as well, which was just crazy. I mean, literally in my office, all we did for the past like five days was just shop online and then like advise like, guys, there's thirty percent off pretty little thing. Yeah, but it's fifty percent off Boohoo. Oh my god, did you just get an email? Twenty percent off ASOS. Jesus Christ, Ericsson <laughs> just fifty percent off. It was it was really funny. Um, and obviously Black Friday comes from Thanksgiving. What's your opinion on British people celebrating Thanksgiving? I don't get it. I just don't. I, I don't really understand it. Don't get it because a Thanksgiving's yeah. a pretty shit holiday. Um, yeah. When you think about so why they Thanksgive, you know. Yeah. When they did the whole I, thing. I don't even so, think I... Americans should celebrate Thanksgiving if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so I did because I did American studies at uni. So every year, like while I was there, we would always have like a Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't know why we went. I just went for the food. <laughs> Like, I just, I didn't understand, like, I understand that I was studying American studies, but it just, it did not make any sense to me. That's, that's fair enough. I mean, I know a few people that, like, make a big thing about it, and they, they cook, like, a roast dinner, and they have people around, and I'm like, 
I don't know, maybe it's just an excuse to eat food, which, you know, it's fine. But um, I just... Uh, don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I know it's about celebrating the harvest, and obviously we... I don't know where you went to school, but, like, I went to very churchy schools where we always mm. had harvest festivals. So we'd, yeah. like, dress up as carrots and sing songs. <laughs> I used to love it. I used to skip school, mm. go to the church, do a little sing song, eat a load of food... I'd stand up and I used to be chosen to like you know say the prayer, loved it. This is before I knew about the church, and um, <laughs> and it was great. I loved Harvest Festival, and it always kind of fell around my birthday. But yeah, Thanksgiving, mm. don't get it. Problematic. It just it feels it just feels like a pre-Christmas. It's almost like if I like if I if I was to do it, it would just be to make sure that I cooked everything properly, like so that when it came run. to Christmas, I'd had yeah I've had the test run, but still not done it yeah it's um i need to study more into it because as far as i know i think it's all about like the pilgrims and things like that and yeah that whole like you stole the country yeah it's a bit like which was yeah carry on it's a bit like people go on about like like when we owned india and i'm like (laughs) we never owned india okay we never owned india (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I um I love that. Well, no, I don't love it because I suppose it's still sad. But it's just the irony that I love. You know that um missionary who went to to visit that or went to sort of preach the the rules or whatever of Christianity. That tiny little tribe in India that apparently it it just it happened a few days ago. It's it's on the news, and he got shot with bows and arrows because he went to visit this this. And they've been told, like, this tribe have said, and, and they're protected, and they don't want to have anything to do with civil... And it happened, like, either on the day of Thanksgiving or the day after, <laughs> and it just felt... The irony was just, I'm sorry this guy is, is, is dead, but, I mean, wow. I just... I've, I have many thoughts about this whole, like, American thing. That's what I mean, like, whenever Americans talk about immigration, I'm just like, really? Really? You want to talk about yeah. immigration, so we'll we'll get we'll come off the topics. We try lately we've been quite political on this show. We need to kind of draw back a little bit. This is about you know yeah, but yeah, but obviously it's preparing for Christmas. Obviously we were talking about Christmas parties. So when was your first Christmas party? Because obviously it's probably going to be with your first job. So what was that like? My first job. What did we do? Ah, we um. Yeah, we and we did one of those ugly Christmas jumper things, and I never win because I don't own an ugly Christmas jumper. Which is, <laughs> I am too stylish for I that. Yeah, I just I don't. It's it's a corgi wearing a Santa hat. It's great. That's cute. Yeah, we went to a restaurant. I don't even remember what it was called, and we ate, and there were party games, and um, but it was nice where I worked the first time because it was a really small company. Everyone knew each other. And everyone was really lovely, and I'm still friends with them. But um, yeah, and then we went for drinks after, and that was that. It wasn't. Casual. It was pretty cash, yeah. It wasn't any fancy dress. I mean, I wouldn't have. I feel like I would have made an excuse not to turn yeah. up if it was fancy dress. Well, like I like how they told us it was fancy dress this year, like eight weeks before the party, so we couldn't drop out yeah. all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> my first Christmas party though was quite full on. We were taken. We were taken. Sorry, Liam Neeson you turned take- up. We were taken. And <laughs> um, it was we, where I worked. My first job. We had like an office down south. And we had an office um, in like the Manchester area. And so uh-huh. we met in the middle, which was Birmingham, which is not the middle, okay? Cheeky Northerners. So we met in the middle and went to this golf course for the weekend. It was a golf company and stayed in the mm-hmm. hotel. So we went to this hotel and we were told to dress fancy and there was going to be like a three course meal and drinks and a party. So it was really good and I got spoiled mm. for my first one, to be honest, because every Christmas party since then has been shit. 
<laughs> and uh, this it was quite because we had we all had our own hotel room but something yeah. very bizarre happened so at the time I was about 19 years old and okay you know I had my own hotel room I had a boyfriend at the time and I got a knock on my door about 1am mm-hmm. And I thought it was the hotel staff telling me to turn my TV down because I've got TV really loud. Because <laughs> I find out when I get very drunk, I get deaf. And yeah. um, so I, I opened the door and I was like, I'm really sorry, I'll turn it down. And it was this guy I worked with. And he was like, oh, my um, my room key's not working. I was like, oh, okay. He was like, mm. oh, can I try your room key? And I was like, well, my room key's not going to work it's in fun. your room key. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Well, can I just stay with you then? And I just went, no, you have to go to reception. Just shut the door. <laughs> and I just, what? what kind of a guy is this? Double, oh double locked God. it, turned the TV off and hid under the covers. Because I was like 19, this guy was like 30 as well. So very creepy. Yeah. But yeah, can I try your hotel room key? Because mine doesn't work. Okay, can I just stay here and said, yeah, come in. Why not? Just make yourself at home. <laughs> Kill me. I don't, I don't care. Um, so yeah, not a great experience. That Found out the next day he had yeah. slept with one girl in her room, went to another room, slept with another girl. I was third on the list, weren't even first, was I? Gosh. <laughs> so yeah, ne- a needless of... to say, that didn't spark any romantic relationship <laughs> from that. Um, so yeah, the year after that, we got given £10 and told we can go to the local mm. pub. That was our Christmas party. Cheap. Told you as well. Bye, Scott. Bye. Love you. Okay, they love me back. <laughs> better love and um, yeah so we got given like 10 pound got sent to the local pub and it was horrendous there was no phone signal at all it was just Stop. bad um the year after that i didn't go to the christmas party because i was quite nervous because i'd like you i started a new job so i was like oh, i'm just not gonna go um yeah and when i got back to work i found out that like our boss lady boss had like licked one of the young guys face stop yeah so i was like oh well, that's a bit scandalous um, the year after that, let me just, am I getting my years right? Yeah. The year after that was the one at Christmas Eve. So we had to work Christmas Eve and then we went to a restaurant and yeah. it was very boring and I just wanted to come home and watch my Christmas marathon. Mm. The year after that, I didn't go because I was trapped into a relationship with this man and I was, <laughs> we were like away the weekend the Christmas party was on. The year after that, I didn't go because I didn't like anyone. <laughs> That's fair. And obviously now we're up to now, which is this Friday, which is... Um, fancy dress. Fancy dress. But quite nervous. Yeah. Because I don't drink a lot. Like, I think the mm. last time I had an alcoholic beverage was... I have to really think now. Oh, my party for Ram Pictures. So, like, oh, but yeah. that's like a party. I mean, before then, it was like a holiday in July. I don't drink mm. a lot and I don't really like to drink a lot because A, it's expensive and it's just not really for me. But this is a free bar. So, it's a different story. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think everyone's going to be drunk and I'm going to kind of like. But then I don't like when people get too drunk because men get creepy. Do you know what I mean? So and you creepy. start getting like I remember being on holiday a couple of years ago and we met this uh, Dutch couple that were really really funny and I used to talk to him about football and things like that and then one night he got really drunk and he was like so I'm thinking you and me go back to my room and use the shower 
Like, you just went from a zero to a hundred. Like, you didn't even, like, offer a kiss. You didn't, like, touch my leg. No. You just straight up offered shower sex. Shower? Like, you the shower. And, like, me trying to be all coy was like, why do you feel dirty? <laughs> and I thought, why did you say that? That's just... That's just enticing. Uh, you know what? I would have said the same thing. <laughs> do you feel dirty? I think you should take... Did you feel dirty? You need a baby wipe and you should go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, have you had any other Christmas party experiences? Not that, I mean, not that, no, they've been pretty tame. I mean, I did, so I did go, we did go to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant um, for drinks, not for the food. But I, f- I got ill. What, from the food? So, from the drinks, sorry. From the drinks, yeah. So, oh. I mean, I don't know whether this is, yeah, I feel like if I say this on public record, I'll be saying it on public, but I think Gordon Ramsay's restaurant got me ill so i don't know if i can like so anytime i watch any of his like documentaries i'm like you're yelling at them but i'm pretty sure that cocktail was bad for me yeah yeah but no i feel like they've been pretty tame yeah um you're not gonna get anything exciting from me you guys it's been pretty pretty tame well like the standard kind of like i don't know thing that like, everyone's like oh who's gonna get off with who at the christmas party and i really yeah. don't like that mainly because i'm like a very loyal girlfriend shame i don't have partners that resemble that but <laughs> i you know i don't i hate the idea of people thinking that about someone like oh she'll be game or things like that and i mean yeah. there are a lot of people that get off with each other at christmas parties it happens every year like i've seen it every year but i just don't like it's like someone i just know no it's just it's just it just it's bitchy and it's gossipy and it's just not my jam that's that's exactly how i feel i just don't like that whole like bitchy gossipy yeah. kind of drama like it's like what you said about ugly jumper day like we had christmas jumper day at my old job and there was people like oh have you seen her jumper she didn't even make an effort it's a fucking christmas jumper like it's the most expensive time of the year and you expect us to go out and spend 50 quid on a jumper that we can only wear one month of the year yeah so i share my christmas jumper with my mum I'd, so that's a good investment. I've had, that's what we do. Do you know what I did one year? It's quite bad. I bought a Christmas jumper from ASOS and then I returned it. Oh dear. <laughs> because I, I only did it for Christmas I like, jumper but, day. Yeah. I like how scandalous you, you, you would just I returned it. <laughs> returned it. I got a refund, <laughs> so I rented it out for free. But, um, but yeah, so we do Christmas jumper day and in my new job we have like, they're very big on like well-being which is great mm. and like mental health and things like that so we do like mm. a whole week of christmas stuff so we decorate our desks we play the game with like reindeer ears and we do baking and all sorts of pieces like that which i think is quite cool but um one thing that makes me really anxious every year is secret santa oh god i hate it oh god and i've agreed to do it i hate it and i agree to do it every I'm year i'm like i'm not gonna do it this year and then every year i'm like yeah put my name in <laughs> Yeah, Is it five pounds or ten pounds? Fuck it, I'll give you fifty quid. <laughs> <laughs> the week, I mean, oh. what have you had any like good good presents through Secret Santa? No, never. They're all they're, no, they're just like stocking fillers, which is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm stocking fillers are cool, but nothing ever. I usually feel like it's you know when people go to Boots and get three for two, you're always yeah, getting the basically. free one. Basically. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but I got um, yeah, no, lots of stuff. I'm trying to think of what I've got over the years. I think the best present I got was I was really into Jake Bug one year and someone got me oh, a yeah. t-shirt and I was like, that's a really, really good gift. So I like that. Yeah, that's thoughtful. But that was like six years ago. Like, what's happened? Oh, one year I got a Wales calendar, like the Welsh football team. I enjoyed oh, okay. that. Okay, I thought you said Wales. Like, just... 
I thought like I thought you meant I thought you meant like the animal. I was like, that's so random. I remember once being at a bar and someone was watching the football and this guy was like trying to hit on me and he was like, So who do you support? And I was like, I support Wales. He was like, Oh, that's really cool. Do you like football? And I was like, No, no, I mean Wales, the football team. <laughs> Either I was just like some environmentalist girl, like Yeah. I support the Wales. <laughs> Blackfish. Blackfish, yeah. Um and I'm trying to think of recent years. No, that's about it. I can't think of... We didn't do it last year because everyone at my old job hated each other. Literally, <laughs> literally we didn't do... That's of... perfect though, yeah. isn't it? It's almost perfect. Um, yeah, I don't know what... I don't know. Do you like giving presents a secret Santa? Or do you, do you try and like suss them out, like what they like? I try, but like... I feel like I also just give stocking fillers. I go to the body shop. Yeah, that's a good Stock. Good that's it, that's... Yeah, I mean, I have this thing where... So, up until recently, I never used to give people sprays and lotions and soap. Because when I used to get them, I used to wonder that, worry that people thought I smelled. Like, why Why are you giving <laughs> that me That reminds soaps? me of one year. I don't get it. Um, one year at a birthday party, on the birthday invitation for this girl we were friends with in school, she wrote on the invitation, <laughs> no toiletries as presents, please. So, what did we all get her? <laughs> Please tell. Oh, I mean, obviously. <laughs> what did she do with them? Um, I don't know. She probably used them to wash off her bitchiness. Hopefully, we're not friends anymore. Just saying. But um, yeah, I usually try and suss out like what they like, but yeah, it doesn't always work. One year, I got this DMD of the company. Like this guy's mm-hmm. a millionaire. Like whatever. What am I gonna get him? Some soap, some socks. So I got him a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. he ain't gonna have one of those, is he? He bloody no. loved it. Nice. He really loved it. I love it though when you get when oh I've just realised, yeah, one year I got the MD oh the year before that the MD's wife got me and she spent mm. like thirty five quid. I got like a benefit like set. Oh my god, amazing. They ain't cheap. So yeah, I like it. No. Yeah, I like it when I get like when it's someone you really like, it's cool. When it's someone you hardly know, it's really hard. Like, if you work in a big office, like I used to work in London, there was, like, a hundred of us. Like, I had no idea who half the people were. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not easy. No. It's just, it, yeah, it's just not fun. I don't know what it is about Secret Santa. I'm like, oh. No, it's, it's another job. It's, it is another job. It's another thing to worry about, isn't it? So. Yeah. That's what it is. But, yeah, so that's, that's Christmas parties, which we're going to have to part with soon. So. Yeah. Let, let me know um, if you're listening funny christmas party stories christmas party mistakes secret santa mix 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 haps or something oh one year someone did put their name in twice (laughs) (laughs) that's great two presents so yeah i love it but yeah so yeah christmas is indeed upon us and um have you put your tree up yet do you put a tree up we do put a tree up. We don't put it up until um, the first week of December, so it's going to go up soon. Yeah, that's... Um, that's it's amazing. always difficult because Diwali just finished. I was so just about to Diwali. say, yeah, with Diwali yeah. being so close, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you want to be like, yeah. right, let's get rid of this and get that bloody tree up. I think this year is probably the first year that I've had so many discussions with people about when to put the tree up. Like, usually everyone mm. just puts it up, like, you know, first week of November. There's some people do that the whole 12 days before thing. But yeah. this year, I feel like people when do you put, put them it stupidly early. Mm. Like, this is the first year I have my own house. So mm-hmm. I wanted to put up the 1st of December, which is Saturday. And obviously, being the first house, we didn't have a Christmas tree. So I said to Scott, yeah. I was like, okay, we need to go and buy a Christmas tree. And he was like, oh, how much is this going to cost? Which is usually the answer I get when I say anything to Scott. 
And I said, well, you know, I found one online at the range for £20. It's six foot. It looks pretty good. So I was like, okay, fine, we'll go there. So we went to the range and we see Mm -hmm. this tree. And I don't know what happened to this tree, but it looked anorexic. Oh, no. And It's the flat tummy tea. It's it's the booty. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, so I was like, well, we can't get that. And he was laughing. I was like, well, we can't get this tree. You're bloody laughing at it. Everyone's going to come around and think we're, like, peasants or something. So he was like, well, what tree do you want then? I was like, well, that tree's really nice. And it was £60. And he was like, oh, I'm not spending £60 on a Christmas tree. We only put it up for one year. We only put it up for one month. And I'm like, yeah, but we it's an investment. Like, we're going to use it for, like, I don't know. Lauren was on the show last week. She said she's been using her trees for 27 years or something. But, no, yeah. he wouldn't have it. So we had to buy the cheap tree. And then I said, well, we need some lights. Oh, well, how much are lights going to cost? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't work here. So we found some lights. And then I said, oh, I need to buy some tinsel. Oh, no, I don't like tinsel. Well, you did want a tree a second ago. Why does it suddenly be fussy about tinsel? So I, I had enough. So I was like, fine, whatever. We won't get any tinsel. We won't get any baubles. We won't get a star. We won't get a wreath. We won't get presents. We'll just <laughs> have nothing except this bare, skinny tree. And... Um, Needless to say, <laughs> I went out today and bought another tree. <laughs> and it's, nice. it's up yours to Scott. And I'm just decorating the tree how I bloody want to. Because I do love Christmas. And as a kid, it was quite hard because in my house, it was just fighting and arguments on every... Like one year... I can joke about this now, but time, one year my mum threw the turkey at my dad. <laughs> I mean... You're allowed to laugh. It's okay. <laughs> I just have so many questions. Like... What the... <laughs> Just, wow. I just sitting in my living room and like to see this turkey and stuffing balls just <laughs> fly across Flying. the floor. And the dog was just so happy. Like, oh, dinner's early. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas is a good day. Like we oh. got we got great presents. My mom did a great job, but it's just as a family unit, it wasn't great. And I think after my nana died as well, it's it was harder because yeah. you have a kind of routine. Yeah. So I've just always wanted to have like a family Christmas, like a cheesy, like a Hallmark movie. I know it's not real. I know it's like false representations but you can make it you know you can yeah make for it sure real. so yeah so i've just i'm doing this on my own so when you see on my instagram next week a beautiful tree with tinsel it was all you know that it was me it wasn't him it was me it was me <laughs> it was you it was me <laughs> it was i had to carry this christmas tree to my car from sainsbury's today oh god no one ever bothered to help me it was like a christmas comedy film only one but um not only that, but obviously I'm filming my next film coming up for Christmas in March and I need a yeah. Christmas tree for that. So yeah. <laughs> it's also a prop. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, Christmas. Is when do you put yours up then? Are you going to wait until first? Uh, you said the first of December. First of December. Yeah. Because mm. I start my Christmas marathon on the first of December and it's just, right. it just, I think if you put it up too early, it just kind of like, like the house across the road, everything went up the first of November. Mm, bit so early. We haven't even mourned Halloween. Bit early. <laughs> I know. It's just, it just, it was yesterday. We've not even done Thanksgiving. <laughs> We've not done Thanksgiving. <laughs> We've not done Thanksgiving. Done. Black Friday is not even here. Plus, I know. <laughs> I got my tree in the Black Friday sale, so who's smart? Hmm? I know. Exactly. Everyone should be doing that. So, but yeah, that is it. So, Christmas tree will be up on Saturday. We've got mm-hmm. some exciting podcast episodes coming up. So me and Sophie are going to be doing Christmas films, reviewing the best nice. ones, counting down. We've got the film review of 2018. So it's every film, every film. It's going to be about four hours long. I'm joking. 
got the TV review of 2018 with Lauren. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like Handmaid's Tale. It's going to be... She'll be reviewing the one you said earlier that I've not seen. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. She'll be reviewing that. Go see it. Yeah, there's there's lots lots to do. And then I'll have my end of year and then me and Eleanor Brown are going to be doing New Year's resolutions. Like good ones, bad ones, should you do them, should you not. So loads of things coming up, loads of things happening. Yeah. Including my Super Christmas exciting. Dream. Very exciting. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. Are, are I you, hope are you coming my back? voice is not as annoying to you. <laughs> what did you say? Are you coming back? <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming back yes. if you'll have me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super. No, it's been great to speak to you. It's been great to have you on the show. It's been great to talk about Christmas. I'm getting excited now. Me too. Me too. Put your tree up. Right now. Damn. Could you imagine if you came so home it was and all the you. tree was up? I'd be like, ha ha. Yeah. No, because I don't have tinsel yet, so I'll have to be, ah, okay. have to be patient. I don't have anything to go on the top of the tree. I was thinking just getting a picture of me. It's all you. I mean, perfect. perfect. My nana used to have a picture of Princess Diana on her Christmas tree. That is cute. It was so sweet. It was so cute. It was like that is cute. And she used to have one of my granddad as well. And like that broke, and I was like, "You gotta get a new one of granddad." She was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh. Right. I'm gonna leave you be. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening. And I will be back next week with Sophie.